You heard me in my voice, man. You know what time it is, man. It's time for Social Media's Most Imperfect Perfect Podcast. Social Media's Best Kept Secret. I am Infamous. Freaky D. Hollywood. And together we make these nuts. As I do again in each and every podcast, Freaky D, go ahead and give out your social media people in contact with you. Freaky one me on Instagram. Hollywood, how do I get in contact with you? I am Hollywood Rich underscore on Instagram, Hollywood Rich 85 on Twitter. I am infamous on TikTok. Also, if you want to follow the podcast, Facebook, uh, These Nuts Official, Instagram, These Nuts underscore, YouTube, how they do it, Hollywood? Uh, separate These Nuts. No, 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 do it the right way. I don't know the right way. Put a space. Oh, put a- Damn, it don't matter. It's the same shit. No, no, no. It's funny when you say it that way. Open your legs up and put a space between these nuts. <laughs> also, if you want to follow us on uh, our Gmail account, that's these nuts.business at gmail.com. These nuts.business at gmail.com. Also, if you want to take the audio experience with us, man, if you're on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Anchorage, wherever you listen to podcasts, wherever you consume podcasts, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Put the nuts together. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Make sure you drop uh, a comment. And hit the notification button. That way, boom, they got all ready to come to you when we drop the episode. And subscribe. We work. You don't think we work? We work. All right, man. As we start this podcast, freaky be now the week. Week was good. I have no complaints. Nothing crazy happened to you? Um, no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Tell us. This therapy, talk to us. What happened to you? That's funny. Come on, tell her what happened. She might not want to give her out, out all that, man. That might be too much. Mm, mm. No, I'm good. I'm okay. always good. Yeah. I see you got a fresh cut. Oh, oh, you see oh, me? I see you. I see you. I see oh. you. God damn it. Oh. You guys are playing today? I do actually. I I have a a, a slider in town. Call these niggas sliders. <laughs> you ain't got nothing going on tonight. You better sit your head down and rest some goddamn. I know. I forgot the nigga was coming. Dang. That's, That's gonna work out. I mean, he just can't grab me around my neck this time. Oh, you know, shit. So. <laughs> How you forgot the nigga coming? You, that, that nigga must not be about nothing. I mean, but that shit was planned a month in advance, you know, mm. and he had mentioned it, but by the time I finished with all the procedures and shit like that, I was tired and ready to go to fuck home. This nigga was like, hey, I'm in town, by the way. I'm mm. like, God damn. That dick ain't no good. God damn. That dick ain't no good. Anytime somebody... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, 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 that's basically what I was saying. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. He all right with me. Let's keep it real. Anytime uh, you schedule a, pre- a surgical procedure, yeah. you want know, to yeah. He, he, he all right, but he, that nigga ain't your top slinger. Ain't no way. No, no he's not my top slider. No. He don't touch the oven, though. No. Nah. Yeah, I know he don't. Hollywood, what's going on with you, sir? How your week going? It's going pretty good, man. I can't complain. Mm. Ain't nothing eventful. Ain't nothing shit happen. No, you're the most boredest nigga on social media. Or maybe I don't want to put my business out there. But that's part of the podcast. Man, no, fuck that part of the podcast. That's your part of the podcast. Can we bring security to the podcast one thing? Can we talk can we talk about your hemorrhoid surgery? Oh shit. Yeah, I wasn't going to go there. I was saying there was a security issue and that nigga don't want everybody to look in Dubai and shit. See? You see what oh, I mean? God. See? You see what I'm telling your ass nothing? I see? might as well. I, no, I might as well bring my shit because if I don't, you're going to make up some shit, ain't it? Might as well. <laughs> might as well. I'll tell you next week what happened. Hey, but listen. We, we, hey, hey, listen. Man, we're supposed to hang out tomorrow. It's tomorrow, right? Yeah, tomorrow. You know what I mean? I'm supposed to be down there. You know what I mean? You going to the crib again? Huh? Huh? I said, you going to the crib again? Excuse me? Oh, shit. He be down here uh, twice a month now. Nah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, that's what we do. 
that you Did you just say something about some hemorrhoid surgery? <laughs> I ain't saying nothing near that. <laughs> so so you you beat juice, you beat juice and all that working out is helping with honey packets and all that shit. Oh, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't put that don't put that smut on my name. What? I don't need no honey pack. Honey pack natural, ain't it? I don't give a fuck what it is. I don't need it. I don't need it. These bitches out here not giving the whole truth. You know, we protect your feelings and shit. Take that honey packet. Take that honey packet, nigga. Listen, man, I ain't going out to do no shit like that. No way. You know, I pulled the groin muscle, so I ain't really going down there. Damn, you pulled the groin muscle the last time? Your ass was stroking, wasn't Yeah. I I wouldn't give a fuck if I lost a leg. I'm fucking. Like, I don't know what this nigga. I don't know what this nigga talking about. No, no, let, her, let her do the work, dog. You ain't got no, to be in control no, all the time. No, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. No. no. You don't like what? Not being you in control. control like that. No, no. I need to have some type of control, sir. I got to feel like I'm participating. I can't just lay there and be a dead fuck, dog. I just no. Can't. I'm gonna I'm I'm lay there first and make you think you're doing something. Man, listen. No comment. My wife, my wife right there. No comment. Call her to the floor. Right, right. Call her to the floor right now. Bill Hollywood, where you at? You cut the volume down. Because uh-huh. you know she'll come out. What you say? She just get mad at me for telling the business on the podcast, but it's okay. Bro. Speaking of that, last podcast, though, we had a good podcast. That was definitely one of the funniest podcasts we had. I got a lot of comments about uh, um, the pod. A lot of people liked it, especially when we were talking about the Siamese twins. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I don't know if y'all went back and listened to it yet, but that shit is hilarious. I'm going to listen tonight. Because uh, <clears throat> for people that don't know, I'm going to take you behind the fifth wall. Ain't that what they call it, Hollywood? The fifth wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because every room got four walls, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to Never mind. <laughs> well, in, in show business, they call it the fifth wall when you get to go behind the scenes and you get to, you know, basically you break the fifth wall. There you go. But for people that don't know, you know, sometimes we, well, not sometimes, we tape a lot of podcasts in advance. And um, sometimes I be forgetting what the fuck we be talking about. You know what I'm saying? So I think for me, I think that's what makes it so much better because I forgot the shit that we be talking about on some of these podcasts. And then we, when we drop them and then I go back and listen to them, it's like I'm listening to them for the first time because I don't know what the fuck we finna talk about. Mm. Mm. And we never stay on top. Never. Ever, ever. How do we ever gonna get a deal, dog? Because we, we ain't formatted at all. <laughs> Y'all don't stay on top. That's why we the most perfect. Uh, imperfect, perfect podcast. See, so when I ain't here, Freaky V, when I hear you and Hollywood can hold down the fort, man, because I like the way you say that. Six, say one more time for me, Freaky V. We, we what? We finna be on vacation when you go on vacation. That's <laughs> what I said. That's what I said. <laughs> All right, um, let's go ahead and start the podcast, man. Uh, you know, um, let's see where we gonna start. Dude, y'all want to start with man, what this lady name is? Uh, Eva from uh, Atlanta Housewives. Y'all want to start there, or do y'all want to start? Yes, let's start with her. Okay, <clears throat> it's being reported. <clears throat> Eva of the Real Housewives of Atlanta married a successful businessman, Michael Sterling. He adopted her daughter from a past relationship and raised her as his own. Uh, with addition with their two kids. Eva filed for a divorce and is demanding he pay child support for all three kids. Do you think that's fair? Freaky yes. go ahead and take off. Yes. Keyword, keyword and legal standing is adopted. Once you adopt that motherfucker, that motherfucker belongs to you. I agree. And that's it. That's mm-hmm. it. So he, it, he is the father. They don't look at you can say use the term adopted all the fuck you want. That mm-hmm. means absolutely 
nothing in the eyes of the law. That mm-hmm. motherfucker belongs to you. You sign the papers as the daddy. Now your ass got to pay. Mm-hmm. What you say, I, I, Hollywood? I, I agree with Freaky V. Um, you adopted her, bro. Like, mm-hmm. technically, she's still your baby. Mm-hmm. Even though the marriage has ended, what you end in the relationship with the baby now? Mm-hmm. That sure, really, sure. that like, that's really the, the main part of that. Like, you don't fuck with the baby no more because you and her don't fuck with each other. Mm-hmm. Like, that should still be your daughter because you adopted her to be your daughter. So, yeah, you still gotta pay, bro. That's that's the that, that's that's what I'm thinking about. You don't give a fuck about the baby no more. Mm. I don't think that he was the issue. I don't think it was him that started that shit. I think it was the people who had a problem with that. He didn't have an issue. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, but you know, of course, all the fans was like, "That ain't even that nigga baby." So nah, you know, when man. bitches bitches don't know shit, they just spew off bullshit. So they was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, but the real dad, you're not gonna ask the real daddy for child support. That nigga don't exist." You know what I'm saying? I don't think people understand that. So I don't think it was him. I don't want us to put out that narrative that he's trying mm-hmm. to. In a relationship with everybody. In fact, I think he was asking, he wants to reconcile the marriage um, with her. Well, she didn't have enough. I feel you on that. Um, I'm just going to play devil's advocate. I agree with you guys 100%. You should take care of kids. But <clears throat> I also can see it coming from, depending on how they, like how this shit is being. How how is the divorce going? Like it's different if you find your wife cheating, then I can see a nigga feeling that way, because you coming from an emotional place of hurt. So I can see that. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that's what he did or that's what the situation is. All I'm saying is I can see it if it's coming from that perspective. Vice versa, if it was her, she caught him cheating. That could be a way for her to get at him or whatever. Not again. I'm not saying that these two are in any way in this scenario. I'm just giving out a perspective of, I can see where a, a man's feelings can get involved in some shit like that. Especially if you want to be with her and you found out that she was cheating. Is it some sucker shit? Yes. But when you're going through, women know the way to get to a man is through his pockets. So I can see it in that situation. But I do agree with y'all. He, he adopted the baby. That's your baby now. Take them on with all the rest of them. Ain't no re- really no need to be um, <clears throat> fighting over shit like that. Because y'all gonna have probably a bigger... Yeah, that, he went fight. down there and filed the paperwork to become her legal guardian. Like, mm-hmm. if you love the baby, you ain't have to do all that. Just love the baby like she yours. You don't have to go down there and put paperwork on her. Mm-hmm. Like, I never... I don't understand that. So now, you, since you went down there and you went through all the processes to become her father, now you her father. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's <laughs> it. <laughs> that's it. You can explain all you want to about, well, I adopted her when she was five. Is that third? They don't give a fuck about none of that. You know, that that might as well have come from your sperm directly. That mm-hmm. belongs to you. Right. So. Okay, well, speaking of a man and some kids, right? <clears throat> it's a man. <clears throat> he took a woman on the first date. <laughs> speaking of kids. She brought all three of her kids on the goddamn date. All three of them. She, she brought little Lee. <laughs> Why don't you just shake your hand for a whole long? Let me bring up the audio of, you know, other situation. And I'm going to let y'all hear what happened. Then y'all tell me what y'all think. Here we go. You only about 33. What age is for you know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't never ever post these kids so all of a sudden we go, why did he, oh, I got three kids. Come on, ladies, y'all can't be doing that. We gotta do, we gotta do way better than that, man. Don't even get me started. She don't even look like what she look like on Instagram. Straight catfish. Come on, ladies, y'all. Man, they ain't going out like that, man. Y'all gotta man. So basically what happened was he done like every real nigga. He went in the bathroom and confessed on Facebook. <laughs> he took his time to go in the bathroom. <laughs> the nigga took his time with a Facebook. I guess it was Facebook Live. And pretty much just confessed that 
she brought her three kids to the goddamn uh, dinner. She didn't tell him he had three kids. She just popped over these three motherfuckers. Hollywood, you a man. How do you react to a girl? You trying to holler at her, trying to get at her. Y'all go on y'all first date. She got little, little Ray Ray, Smooth Kill, and Lucretia with him. What you doing? I'm walking up. <laughs> this, no, this, shit, this shit is just so simple. I don't even understand why he walked to the bathroom and decided to make a, a, a live video or whatever. Walk out, go home. You owe this motherfucker nothing. First off, she lied about how she looked. Like mm-hmm. that's that's bound for me to walk out, period. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, you bought your three badass kids. Mm-hmm. Nah, deal off, man. I'm walking out. I'm leaving. If we done ordered already, I'm going to go to the pull up, waiter to the side, pay for my shit, and then I'm going home. <laughs> you, are, are you going to let her know that you're leaving or you just go grace No, I don't owe you shit. You lied about the whole interaction. <laughs> Why the fuck I got to tell you I'm leaving? Hey, 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 do you let them order up some shit and then you just pay for your shit and dip? No. I'm going to tell them to bag my shit up, put it in the um, doggy bag. <laughs> I'm gonna pay them on the side and then I'm gone. Yeah, nah, fuck that. Freaky B. Come on, talk to me, Freaky B. So I agree that he should have left. When he took his ass to the bathroom, he should have left. Right. But he did the extra he did an extra step that I didn't like. Which is what? Um he went back to the table. Mm-hmm. He made sure that the kids were good. Hey, y'all like this? He talked to them individually. He called them by name. He mm-hmm. even showed their faces, even though it was blurred out on the video or whatever, but he did. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he was like, and they were very respectful on that video. There was mm-hmm. nothing that he showed that warned them being mm-hmm. badass or disrespectful motherfuckers. They was just sitting there eating or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know, he made sure he was like, listen, do y'all like that? Does this taste good? Yes, sir. Or whatever. Okay. Oh, he, so oh the nigga went through with it. Yeah. yeah, he went He went through it and then he told her, he said, listen, you know, do you want to order something for y'all to take home a little bit later? And she was kind of reluctant, but he was like, no, 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 just go ahead and order something. And she was like, okay, I will order something or whatever. So he said, okay, I left my wallet or whatever he said in the car. Let me go get my car or whatever. And then he left. Now that was the shit that I didn't I didn't like. Yeah, that's that's like, that's, fuck, that's fuck boy shit though. Yeah, exactly. Like if he was gonna leave, he should have made it known immediately. Hold up, bitch, you ain't you ain't the same motherfucker that you sent me no damn pictures and you know who is who is these three? Mm-hmm. Oh, these my kids. I'm sorry. This wasn't the agreement, and you don't even look like the person that I did. That's your that's your time to exit. Well, right. when he went through all of that extra shit, you might as well just go ahead and pay for the the dinner or did what Hollywood said. You know, hey, I'm gonna pay for my shit. I don't know what the fuck they gonna do. I'm gone or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think once he involved the kids personally, then I was turned the fuck off. Mm-hmm. Um, I I agree that these women need to stop doing that shit. But see, I'm a sucker for kids. I'm a sucker for kids and old people. And you can get me with any one of those two. Y'all in between motherfuckers can kiss my ass. But them babies, I'm not gonna mistreat at all. And I just would I just would have chalked it up and paid that. for it and been like, fuck it. You know, you wouldn't. She would have never heard from me again. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't have gave her no explanation or nothing like that, but I would have fed the kids and been done with it. Mm. You know? Um, so he he's a fuck nigga for that shit, but, you know, if he would have did it right away, I would have agreed with him. Mm. I feel like... <clears throat> just be honest with people, man. Like, if you got kids or whatever, man, just tell motherfucker, bro. Like, Give the person the option to deal with you or not deal with you. And that's from the man's perspective and the female's perspective. Do you deal with girls that got kids? I got three of them. <clears throat> Give me the option to, to deal with it. You know what I mean? Even if you tell me that, and if the situation come our first date, and you come and you got the kids, at least I know that you got kids. 
You know right. what I'm saying? Like, something may happen where... Yeah, like, maybe a babysitter or somebody baby flaked out on it, you know? You know what I mean? And I'm sorry, but, you know, I'm just letting you know. Hey, I'm just coming to show my face that, hey, I got my kids. I know we're supposed to do our first date, but, you know, I'm going to go ahead and exit because I got my kids. I ain't got nobody to watch. Really? You, might be like, you know what? Fuck it. Put them at a the table over there. I'll get them something to eat and me and you can still socialize. But to be honest, and him on the other hand, dog, like, Bro, so many niggas want to be cool on on social media. Everybody want to look like they big dog. On, they want to shame the other motherfucker on Facebook or whatever social media platform that you may be using. So, you know what I mean? It it, it was some real sucker shit for him to do, man. I mean, I wouldn't advise no man to do no shit like that, bro. Because, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, how do you look to the next motherfucker that you're trying to holler at? You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. Well, 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 what are you finna say, Freaky Z? Then, then the motherfucker was like, all the way to the car, he was like, it ain't like I ain't got it. Well, you know, you just ain't finna be trying to nigga and shit. I got it, though. But, okay, so it was like, nigga, you trying to convince yourself. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't about the bread. We get that shit. Yeah, that was just a fuck nigga. Just, just call a spade a spade. He was a fuck I nigga. I mean, you know that remind me of, dog? That's what he got on Facebook for talking about the shit. Like, maybe you could have did that commentary from the fucking car. Or whatever. You ain't had to show nobody face or none of that shit. Like, what the fuck? I mean, but you know what that reminds me of? That's like when you loan somebody some money and then you ask them for your money back and they be like, you swear me about them little fuckhead $80? <laughs> you be like, what? <laughs> like, do me number little fuckhead $80? Yeah, well, let me get my fuckhead $80. And I mean, all at one time, nigga. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> then they go telling everybody else, hey, hey, man, you know that nigga swept me by them little funk ass eighty dollar. He ain't nothing but little eighty dollar. But when you came crying with tears, yeah. About the funky eighty dollars. Funky eighty dollars, dog. It wasn't like that. So I don't know, man. I just think that we live in a world where everybody want to uh, make a motherfucker look bad, dog. So <clears throat> fellas, don't do no, don't do no, don't do no shit like this. What? But the thing about that video, too, so see, for face value, I don't just look at the video. I like to look at the comments and see what the niggas, how the niggas feel or whatever. And the niggas that thought that he was right in that shit. Yeah, it's niggas that you, thought he was right. Then you, then you know not to fuck them niggas. And some of those niggas are my friends. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that it, 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 <laughs> it serves more than one purpose. Now, I would never do no shit like that. But still, if that's your motherfucking mindset, I got kids, nigga. At any given time, you could be like, well, fuck you. I don't want to fuck with you no more. You know, and it's me and my kids. See, that's why I have, that's why I got trust issues. I can't depend on a motherfucker like that. When we go out or whatever, I got whatever I'm going to order or we going to order you trust, I can pay for that shit. You know, I don't never trust, unless, unless it's infamous. I ain't, I ain't been out to her uh, Hollywood pockets yet. Uh, but if it's infamous, I know that nigga got me. I'm going to order what the fuck I want to order. What the whole say? Uh, trick me once, shame on me. Uh, <laughs> trick me twice. Well, however that dumb ass shit go. You yeah, got you, me. You, you told me I can order whatever the fuck I want, so I did. Okay. I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to go to the bathroom and just, hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but moving on, man. Um, our next topic. Um, do you guys know who? Um, what's the girl name? Hold on, let me look at her name. You know, before I blurt out this shit. Hold on. You gonna fuck it up anyway, nigga. Her name is Ebony K. Williams. Do you know who she is? No. Yes. Ebony K. Williams, she was on a show that I used to watch back in the day with Joe Budden called um, State of the Coach. I think that's what's the name of it, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, she had, uh, uh, and how do you know that lady name, Hollywood? Yolanda? 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 Yolanda Van Zandt. Okay. Well, she was on a show with, um, with Ebony, Ebony K. Williams. Now, Ebony K. Williams also went on to the Breakfast Club and tried to double down on what she stood upon when she done this interview with, uh, you know, with the Fix My Life lady. 
So uh, it's been going around social media, and it's a topic that we talk about all the time on this podcast. We always saying that the youth gonna be in trouble when it comes down to dating because this is the pool of women that they're dating from. So I'm gonna play this clip, and y'all tell me what y'all think. Freaky V, I think it's gonna be you. You heard it already? Yeah. No. Okay. Well, here we go. Hey, I was the last Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here we go. Teach a man or tell a man how to be a man. So I will not ask you to indict men in this question. But I do want you to speak, Ayala, to how women need to, uh, I don't know, position ourselves so that we can be in our divinity, so we can have our crowns right, how we can create and not build. When some of us, quite frankly, feel that the men that are available to us, and I'm talking about across the color spectrum, across the age spectrum, trust me, I've done them all, um, they are not positioned to protect nor provide because of some of the statistics we just talked about. They're not earning the incomes. They're not having the resources. And some of them are not even showing up in the leadership. Would you date a bus driver? You. Would you date him? He owns the bus. If he owns no. it, if he owns the bus, that's, that's, no, that's a problem. That's a problem because the standards and requisites, and I'm not talking about him laying on the sofa playing video games all day. I'm not talking about that. But the standards and the criteria that we use to measure men is off for who we are as women and who they are in this society. I would date the bus driver if he was, if he loved driving the bus. If he was a man of integrity, if he was good to his mama, if he treated me well, I would date a book. Okay. Now, I jumped, now I did with Freaky VC. I jumped in the comments because I wanted to see what black women were saying about this interview. And boy, was I startled. A lot of women. Were you said, really? <laughs> huh? Were you really yeah, startled? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Because a lot of women sided with Ebony K. Williams. They felt like Ayanna had an old school perspective on life at this point, right? And um, I'm going to get you guys' perspective first, and then I'll get mine at the end. Freaky V, what did you think being a black woman and hearing that conversation? What did you, you know, what did you take from it? I think Ayanna set her ass up, and I, I would never, ever do an interview with Ayanna <laughs> I mean, I love her. Uh, I followed her, and she's she's helped my life tremendously when I was going through some difficult times. Mm-hmm. But I would have never allowed her to set me up that way. Um, Why did she set her up? Because it was a very direct and quick question. Didn't give her any any context behind it. Question was simple: Would you date a bus driver? Mm-hmm. You see, she was stunned and tried to pretend like. She was given a, a a a general question to to somebody who wasn't there. No, bitch, this will see you. Would you date a bus driver? Her response: If he owned it. Okay, so that made her look a little gold diggerish. Um, first of all, bus drivers make some good money. Let's just put that out there. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think bus drivers get slighted just like how they figure garbage men get slighted and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But to Hollywood's defense, Hollywood say, you think what the fuck you want to think. You think mm-hmm. I make shit? That's what the fuck I make. And leave me the fuck alone. So I'm good on that, right? But mm-hmm. at the same time, if she had asked me a different question personally, if she had said, would you date, would you date a McDonald's fry cook. My answer would clearly be no the fuck I wouldn't. And mm-hmm. I would be awaiting her next question. You understand? So I understand where she was going with that or whatever. I don't need you to own the McDonald's. But again, I stand firm on when I'm down, if or when I'm down financially and I'm not able to support my household, where and how are you going to be able to do that? You earning $9 an hour or whatever the fuck minimum wage is, 
you you're you're not compatible for me financially. I don't give a fuck how much you like salting the fries and flipping them and getting them out the grease. I don't give a fuck how much you love your job. You're not compatible with what I need you to be financially. Um, so it needed to be a little bit more to what that conversation was for me. But what 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 do you say, Hollywood? Um I was uh I was pissed off, shit. <laughs> Cause it, it it took blue collar niggas like me off the table. Ebony K fine, man. I don't know if you seen her. But uh she fine. <laughs> but uh Oh yeah, nigga, you off the table, sir. Uh, I'm saying though, niggas like me. But, but I don't know. I mean it's it's her perspective, bro. That's if, if she want a nigga that so owner and not a worker, then that's what she wants. But then I listened to her podcast and she went a little further into trying to explain what she meant and her background and her family's background as far as entrepreneurship and the shit that her mom and her her dad and her grandparents went through. And she also has a a, a saying, black people can never really be free until you own something. So that's where her mindset and her thought process comes from when she talks about ownership and shit like that. And I agree with Freaky V. the lady didn't give her enough time to respond adequately. You know what I'm saying? So it did come across like that. But mm-hmm. after hearing her explain it, I, I, I agree. And if she's the type of woman that you get with and then she's going to push you to be a better dude, then I, I see no problem with that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of niggas do need that type of motivation from a woman. And a lot of women, black women do get that. So, you know, I, I agree with her. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> um how do I want to answer this? <laughs> I think Ebony K. Williams I think she get the game fucked up for a lot of other women. Right? Like Free V's always saying about the McDonald's niggas that's making the fries, right? I feel the same way. Like, I feel like niggas should treat women and hold women to the same standards that they hold us to. It'll make the world a better place. If niggas stop fuck, if niggas stop hustling or what, because niggas take a penitentiary chance. Hollywood said all the time, niggas take a penitentiary chance to get with these girls. For you to go to jail because you want to provide her with a lifestyle. And as soon as you go to jail, she get with the next nigga that's in line. Right. So I feel like if men did the same thing that women did to us, it would even out the playing field. Like if, if if I'm at a certain level in my life and you not there, then I shouldn't fuck with you. But niggas will. Or don't so have the, the aspirations of being there. I'll say that again. You got to at least have the aspirations. A lot of these niggas just good where they at. But see, I agree. I think that's a missing element in some relationships, bro. Like everybody not going to come already put together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like some like we got to help each other. We got to water each other flowers for it to grow. Forgive you can shake your head all you want, but that's part of being in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? So when you meet somebody, bro. Yes. 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 No, go ahead. Go ahead. Forgive me. Go ahead. Let me tell you. Let me tell you the woman's perspective. On, on that. And I agree. I agree with you. Don't get me wrong. I agree with you that we should all be uplifting and encouraging each other to be our better self and live into our best potential. Mm-hmm. But I've, I've seen so, so many times, I've seen so many times where there's a, a, a thin line in that. Do, do you assist, do you assist a nigga who you has a plan and and help him and build him up and encourage him and, and and you making the money you can you can invest you can push and say hey you can do this you know this this is you mentioned you wanted to do this well I have a connection or hey I you know it'll just take you fifty thousand dollars I I got it you know so you build a nigga up to where he's supposed to be or where where he wants to be and then the nigga take off you know so you're stuck like well where the fuck is my investment you understand like how 
do you protect that investment? And there's no sure way for you to do that. So in order to not be caught into that situation, women pull back and be like, listen, if you can't fund yourself, I can't fuck with you. Um, and it's, it's, it's like being stuck between a rock and a hard place. That's why I shake my head. Like how, how, at what point do you, do you say I'm going to uplift this nigga? Well, this nigga ain't got shit. He not in my financial bracket. How do you do that? Okay. Forgive me, but I can say the same thing about niggas that come pull women up out the dirt. They buy them the boutiques. They do all the shit that niggas do to help them get on their feet. And then they say, kiss my ass when they, see, there's no right or wrong. I I, I get it. It's no right. There's no right and wrong answer in either one of our scenarios. All I'm saying is, at some point, we got to get past trying to just listen. The niggas that she talking about is in a one, two percent tile in the world. If just mathematically in the world, the ratio woman to man is like four to one. We're going to use math. Mathematically, that's what it is in the world. In some cities like Atlanta, it's six to one. So out of six to one, maybe one and a half niggas in Atlanta got money like that. The rest of them niggas is like me in Hollywood that work regular jobs. So we have no chance if you feel like the only nigga that you can build with is the nigga that owns the shit. That's my whole thing. Like at some point, bro, and this is a man's perspective. What I'm not gonna say, man, this 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 my perspective, right? I feel like the reason why a lot of relationships don't work is because we don't have no no solid foundation with each other. You know what I mean? Sometimes, a lot of times, when a man get with a woman and she help him build some shit, if we decide we want to break up, a real man ain't going to fight you on giving you half of his shit. You know when a nigga fight you about giving you half his shit? It's when he done already established that he has everything and then he married you. Now you want a divorce. Now you want half of my shit. That's the problem. Most men, real men, if you've been there in the trenches with me and we build up some net worth and we decide we don't want to be married no more, it's going to be ugly, but I'm going to give you what you deserve because you was there in the beginning. That's how men view relationships. Usually when a man fighting a woman about his assets is because he's the because he's the one that's built the financial stability in the relationship. And now that we separated, you won't have for shit, Nick. That's how most men gonna view it. Okay, so how how is it? The question is, how is it as a woman mm-hmm. that what? How do we know how far to go to be your ride or die mm-hmm. to support you mm-hmm. if our fear is? I mean, that's, not run that's a off. that's a to me that's a bogus argument, right? Because I feel like. Say for instance, I'm a I'm a nigga, I'm a I'm up a hundred billion, right? But you as my lady, you see ways to get me to a billion. Mm-hmm. Are you not gonna help me get to that billion? Okay, that's, that's the best scenario. Way, that's the same way as helping the dude who's at McDonald's get to being the owner of, of McDonald's. What's the difference? You know the, okay. No. Oh hold on, hold on. Well, prime example. No. Oh, hold on, prime no. example. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna prime example. The movie Think Like a Man. Michael Keeley, he had all the potential in the world to be one of the best chefs in the world. But Taraji had to come in and, and give him another perspective on his talent, what he good at, and help him get to his goal, to where he got, hold on, to where he got to the uh, he got to the food truck. And eventually the food truck in the next movie turned into him being one of the top chefs and going to work in Las Vegas and all this other shit. So what happened if she wouldn't have never came in and just gave him just that little nudge? Because sometimes so, that's all niggas really? is the hood. Okay, this is how that's Hollywood. That's right? Here's the thing. So the precursor to that was that first of all, Michael Ealy lied. He he gave this perception that you know he had mm-hmm. more than he did. So mm-hmm. he had an opportunity to basically get in her ear, you know, and treat her how she desired to be treated. Mm-hmm. You understand? So, but I wouldn't recommend that she shit much, either. She didn't even much know that she wanted to be treated like that. She thought that Mars is, Chestnut was the nigga that she wanted to be treated like. She didn't I, know herself. So they I helped each other. I understand, but, but the benefit to her is she had the money. 
So whether whether she had Michael Ely or not. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But at the end of the day, Michael said, fuck that. I'll do my own thing. She realized at the end of the day. See, that's what I'm saying. When you pour into each other, dog, sometimes a motherfucker make you realize what you don't have. She but had I'm all saying, of that. But I'm saying reference the, the, the movie reference that you did, the nigga lying up front. But that's, that's what I'm right. saying. I mean, but that's, that's not relevant. relevant. Not it is like, relevant to what we're talking about. You're talking about how he got her. I'm not talking about how he got her. What I'm saying is, at the end of the no day. I'm huh? saying about it. I say no. You don't have you to own the McDonald's, but I say you ain't. Nobody's telling you to talk to the McDonald's nigga. What I'm saying is, at the end of the day, no matter where you meet a motherfucker at, sometimes you are the person that helps that motherfucker get to where they need to be at. That's all I'm saying, but niggas don't get that opportunity because, and and all, all I'm saying is, if niggas start doing that to females, that'll make the world a better place because I agree with you. They're not gonna do that. Men go get the bitch from McDonald's. Hold on, a nigga go get the bitch from McDonald's. Upgrade her, go get her boutique, go help her get to her dreams. But then vice versa, if a nigga ain't at that point in his life, you'll ride right past, and I have no problem with that. All I'm saying is I wish more niggas did females the same way. That's all I'm saying. It's even swap, even swindle. Like Hollywood say, like, okay, Jay-Z was rich, but Beyonce came in, pushed that nigga to a whole nother level. Right. So it is if you, if you see an opportunity to help your man, you're not going to do it just because you, okay, if I get him to this level, he's going to fuck around and leave me. What type of insecurity is that? I mean, but, okay, remember you... If you have, if somebody tells you, if, if somebody says to you, okay, well, you, you, we, we, we all know infamous on a personal level. Mm-hmm. If somebody came and said, infamous ain't shit, he a fuck nigga, he tried me, he did this, that, and third. One person says that, mm-hmm. you be like, man, I don't know what the fuck you talking about. Or whatever, you totally dismiss that shit. Mm-hmm. But if five niggas come and say that shit, then we might have to step the infamous and be like, okay, well, this is a problem, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I said that to say, why all these women are say, saying the same shit if it hasn't happened? And I'm not saying that women don't do that to men too, because they do. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying this is why, this is what I hear why women do not take the time to invest. You don't have to necessarily be a, a, a put together nigga already. You don't have to be a millionaire already, but you at least have to be in the same financial bracket that I'm in. Then I can help you. I can push you because yeah, I, know I, I, I ain't got no I ain't got no issue with that. That's your preference. Yeah, you right. want a nigga to be at a certain level before you fuck with him. That's cool. That's it. Okay. This, okay. This my answer to. You. Okay. This my question to you. What does a nigga have to show you or prove to you for you to even much want to help him get to the next level? Like, what? Because cause y'all keep saying that, okay, I don't want to help you get to this level, then you leave me because of, of an insecurity. So what does I want you to do? I want you to already be used to the shit that, that I'm on. You understand? Like, okay, you've been in my house before when I lived in Miramar in Miami, right? Mm-hmm. When if I would invite certain niggas over who have that same house or come from that same shit, when they walk in, they be like, oh, this is nice. You know, you keep it clean mm-hmm. or whatever shit like that or whatever. You know, they not like totally. I could tell when a nigga ain't going to work for me when they walk in the door. God damn. This you? This all your shit? What the fuck you do for a living? You know, like, okay, I know right away, I'm not going to help this nigga do shit. He, I'm going to let him fuck me good, and he out the door. You understand? Somebody else that may be used to that shit, or whatever, then I'm willing to sit down and have a conversation with you. You understand? So it all depends on on, on how you, you vibe. Like, your vibe got to be on. Like, what kind of conversation you want? What you trying to do? Or whatever. A lot of niggas got goals and shit, but are you work? Are you actively working towards that shit? You know, or whatever. Like I just, I ain't gonna be. Able, I just, 
I ain't comfortable with that shit. You you got to be in you got to be on some other shit that I'm on. I mean, but to me, you know, that still ain't telling me nothing. That ain't saying shit to me. Like that ain't helping me help you feel secure with me. Like what you just said. Like my question. Well, your your financial situation have to be is it me listening to you talk about your dreams and your aspirations and then me coming in and being the the you know the man with the money coming in and being like, okay, I heard you talking about, you know, you want to own a a a duplex or whatever. All right, well I got some investors that'll help you. Da, da, da. Is that help what what would that right to help you feel like I got your you, back? You can you wanna you make some investments. You wanna make some investments and you wanna buy a duplex or whatever, but you have no money saved up. You know what I'm saying? You have no, you have no business plan. You ain't been talking to nobody. You don't know nothing about it. But then when you see me and I'm showing you that I don't necessarily need your money and I can carry my own and vacation and that do is. all that shit by myself, now, now I'm gonna come up. But no, you don't that, have that no ain't what I'm asking. You want me to that ain't what I'm asking. Bro. What that, you ain't what I, that ain't what I asked you. That ain't what I asked you. That ain't what I what I asked you was, if me and you talk, because you said that women have an insecurity because they feel like once a man get to a certain level, they're going to leave. Mm-hmm. My answer to you is, what does a man have to do to relieve that insecurity? I said, if me and you talk, and you're telling me that you want to invest in a real estate property, mm-hmm. and then I come to you and say, hey, listen, I know some real estate people. Maybe I get you in contact with them. Maybe we can finesse the things to help you get your dreams off the ground. Is that how a man's supposed to come to it to relieve some of that insecurity that you have? That when once we get to a certain level, I ain't gonna leave. No, if the way that you re, you reduce the insecurity for me is that you already are at a certain level. That's what I said. You're already at a certain level. Then I can I can help you. You just say for instance you okay, but you've already you've already been doing your research and things of that nature. You're just lacking maybe one or two things. You're already trying. You already have. No, I agree with that. You got to have something in motion already. You got something going for you or whatever. You already have a job that's paying you seventy, eighty, a hundred thousand dollars a year. You're already on that. So I know you don't necessarily need my financial backing per se. Maybe you need my marketing expertise. Maybe you need my sales expertise, you know, or whatever. Maybe you just need to be put in contact with some other people. That's what I'm willing to go to back for you. What I'm saying is you can't come in with absolutely no money and no plan and think that I'm the motherfucking cut up. Come up. That ain't going to work. Again, you I guess I'm not explaining what I'm trying to relate to y'all. What I'm saying is I come in. I'm a nigga with the money. Okay. I got a little money already. I'm trying to help you get to where you want to be as the female. Because like I said earlier, you say females feel like once they help a nigga get to a certain level, nigga go dip. So if okay. I come in and say you say, hey, infamous, I wanna, you know, we just might have general conversation. And you might, I just might ask, hey, man, what your dreams is? You like, you know, you know, one day I want to own a commercial real estate property. Mm-hmm. Okay, I hear that. As a man, I'm connected. I go talk to people. Hey, da 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 I come back to you. I say, babe, listen, I got some investors that can help you get started in the commercial real estate business. They got a plan for you already set up. What I'm asking you is, is that something that a man, I'm asking for factual things that a man can do to relieve your insecurities of, okay, I want you to feel like we equally yoked in this relationship. I don't want to feel like I'm above you. I want you to be where I'm at. So I'm going to help pull you up to get to where I'm at. That's that's a totally different conversation, bro. You're talking about a nigga that's coming into the relationship he already set. That's what I was There's saying. There's no fear of him leaving and, and, and giving some money that she helped her, help him make to another female. His, his money was all already there when she when he came. Yeah, but she's talking about a nigga that's downhill and she's building him up to that level and then he leaves. That shit's totally different. But I'm saying like I, I my, don't know, but my network, but my network might be three hundred thousand. 
I help okay. you get this, you might help my net worth go up to 300 million. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But all I'm saying is, what? Okay, my question is, what does a man have to? What size does a man have to show to relieve women? From a female's perspective, to get rid of your insecurities, that, that is, shit to me, that shit don't matter, bro. I could be showing all the greatest signs in the world, but if the, if if you go this way and I go that way in the relationship, people grow apart. I and that's what it is. But <laughs> but but what Freaky V is saying is that she's heard from numerous women that the reason why they pull back from helping niggas get to that level is because of the insecurity of me getting you there and then you leaving. So Man, that's, I'm trying that's, to get that's a part perspective of on how to relieve the insecurity. Well, did you, you just don't help me then, goddamn it. Oh, God damn. <laughs> I mean, but but I answer I answer that. If yeah, I'm not don't, if, don't if, help me. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna help a bottom of the line ass nigga when I'm already earning seventy thousand dollars annually and you Yeah, but don't but don't think but don't think that you're entitled to some shit that you didn't help build once I get there. But see, I mean, I can I see it. I can see that, too. That goes, but, but see, that goes back to what I said in the beginning. A real nigga go, if you help me build some shit, a, nigga, a real man ain't going to leave his woman unless he caught up doing some wild shit. He going to leave her fucked up out there because he knew what she did. Yeah, but even if, we, even if we grow apart, I'm still going to make sure you straight because we got something that we built together. I that don't mean we necessarily got to be together as a couple. Yeah, but see, but but see, mostly when we look at it on social media or entertainment, it's the successful man who's already established some shit. So he went and got this girl, and now when they break up, she turns like okay, prime example. I mean, we, we talked about this maybe years ago, with well not years ago, maybe a couple of maybe eight nine months ago with Dr. Drake and his wife. She was there in the beginning, but she wanted some. Wild shit in the divorce. And he fought on it, but they came to a mutual understanding somewhere now. But all I'm saying is most men, if you've been there in the beginning, they're gonna get, I mean, I'm gonna break bread with you. It's usually the men that get these nothing ass females, and then once they want a divorce, they won't have now you feel like somebody taking some shit from you. It was it was always understood that Dr. Dre's wife was gonna get something. Yes. The amount was the question. Yes. So I mean, you are gonna always leave with something. Yeah, you are gonna leave with something. The amount, that's the that's the 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 <laughs> that's the problem. No, no, so you couldn't give a five hundred million of your um billion if she gave you ideas to help you get to that billion. Yeah, but 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 in order to make you secure, if you help me with my business side, that shit gonna be in writing. It's gonna be my name and your name on the contract. That should be self-explanatory. Do you think people really do that though? No. I think I think the only way for a woman to be more secure and about what she's doing and how she's helping a man, tell a nigga to put your name on the paperwork. That's true too. I that makes sense, but a lot of motherfuckers don't do that. Yeah. If, if you no, leave, she got to get a piece up. She have to. But but you know, like you said, that's, that's, that's with any that's with any investment. Right. I don't see why a relationship have to be any different. Like when if you watch uh what is it Shark Tank what's in it for me yeah you know what I'm saying like you got to bring more than dick to the table or I'm gonna give you good dick or whatever like nigga I was getting that before you came right. like what what's in it for me and I think right. people look at relationships differently when you start um, talking about investments and different business ventures and shit like that yeah. or whatever like some things really have to be discussed. I mean, we had this conversation all the time about prenups. Well, don't approach me. I'm not helping you with shit. I'll take the stats. You know, we like, had this conversation all the time about prenups and 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 starting to accumulate uh, property and, and 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 things of that nature that people don't really think about when you're accumulating that shit because you just see your partner growing. Oh, he growing. He getting it. He doing this. He doing that. But it could be a situation that sometimes y'all, like Hollywood say, y'all go y'all separate ways. And if your name ain't on shit, you know, you really, because, listen, it's loopholes and everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas gonna find a way, especially, again, depending on how y'all break up, if y'all break up, like, y'all break up mutually, all right, this ain't working, 
But it don't never work. It usually don't work that way. It's no, because money, money changes everything. You you think I've seen family members, yep. I've seen kids argue over their deceased parents' property and two dollars that they have in the bank. We're talking blood relatives, right? Yep. And you think that a uh, 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 two strangers that came together not gonna fight over no motherfucking money? No. Man, you, you got to have you got to have some serious ass conversations or whatever. And like, oh well, that nigga ain't gonna do me like that, or that bitch ain't gonna do me. Yes, the fuck they will. Yes, they will. They do it to their mammy. <laughs> That's why I say, listen, if I get if I ever get married again, dog, I'm doing prenups. There's no way in the world. No, 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 no. We ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. Mm-mm. Cause this can get ugly, bro. You know, the motherfucker that you say, I love and I love bullshit. Oh, well, they love me and I love them and I'll do any. Okay. All right. Look, look how that's, how's that been working out lately? Look, look at the history. How's that been working out lately? As soon as somebody get mad, nigga, fuck you. Half of what you got, and I'm going to the courthouse today to file this divorce. See, See, but like with me, like, when you got that type of money, like the money, like the wealth we talking about, like the Jeff Bezos and those those type niggas like that, them niggas that making that type of money, or not as much to that extreme, but a nigga that got a steady income coming in, bro, I, I can say this shit off. Man, just give them what they want, bro, because you're going to get it back. Like Tiger Woods. I remember when Tiger Woods had to get that white woman that chased with them clubs. How, how much he gave her? 300-something million dollars? And guess what? Tiger got all that money right back. You yeah, Tiger was dumb. Tiger was stupid. You know what I'm saying? Even with Eddie Murphy and Nicole Murphy. Remember at the time they were mad? Eddie gave, I think, $50 million. Fifty million. Oh, how can you give all that money? She wanted none of the stress movies. He, huh? he knew he was going to get that shit back. Same thing with Jeff Bezos. Jeff, Jeff was like, hey, here you go. I appreciate hey. you. You know. See, the niggas that ain't going to have a nice now. life. See, but them niggas ain't gonna never be able to rebound from that twenty million dollars dog. But niggas that know they're gonna get that twenty million dollars back, man, them niggas be like, I remember Chris Boss, long time ago. Chris Boss was beefing with his first baby mom. I think he was paying her like five thousand dollars a month in um in child support or some shit like that. And this before he signed his new deal with the Heat. So what Chris Boss did was he paid her off his last contract. He cut up, he cut up check. Off of his rookie deal. But when that new money came in, <laughs> it was done. You wanted the money from the Toronto Raptors check, which was his his rookie deal. You was beefing because he was giving you three, four thousand dollars a month in child support. He was smart. Fuck it. Let me go on and cut you the check now. Because I know that I'm finna sign with LeBron. I know I'm finna sign with D-Wade. And I know these endorsement deals finna come in. So let me give you this money now. So that little money he gave her to hush her up, that was cool. Because three months later, he signed for dollars a month is hush money. No, no, no. He gave her, he was originally giving her four or $5,000 a month. That's what she was complaining about. He went back and gave her, I think it was, I forgot what the number was. But that's before his new contract with the Heat was getting ready to come in. That was $20 million a year. So he gave us some money that was off the old deal when he was a rookie. So to me, that was smart. Let me go on and get you out of the way now. Because when this real money come in, I'm done. Just like Eddie Murphy. It's, it's a difference between spousal support and child support. She she could still tap into that nigga existing money with child support. Spousal they wasn't married, though. That was just his kids. I mean, that was just a kid's mom. That's child what? support, nigga. Child support is child support. It's you and so I can still tap into whatever new money you come into. Spousal support is different. All I'm saying is this. When you think you whipping, and you ain't really whipping, because you went from 5000 or whatever the amount was that he gave you, you're like, okay, yeah, we good now. But you ain't know what's coming down that pipeline. And that's Again. all I'm saying. Again, y'all ready for me to do my commercial for being single? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Are you shaking your hand, Hollywood? I ain't no, never no. had to worry about that shit. 
Nigga. I was to log off. You got to go to work. Ain't got nothing to do with me. I, I thought I thought I thought we was just talking. We got a special time. Then let's end this shit. Yeah. The nigga, yeah. You saying the, you saying the nigga gonna log we, we, off? Yeah, that's the fifth. That's the fifth wall, man. Fifth wall. See, see, see. Show respect rules. Show try respect to do it. Try to do it subtle. <laughs> You said, was it last episode or the, the one before that? I'm a habitual line stepper. That is true. Y'all do know that about me. I'm going to see how far the fuck I'm going to go. That ain't no bullshit. And that ain't no secret. I ain't got I no bum money. Friend. I ain't got no bum money. And I ain't coming up there to fight no nigga for you stepping on these loud. These nigga told you don't step. Just, just the fifth wall down. All right, people. <laughs> Bye, Hollywood. <laughs> No, nigga, let's end this shit. What the fuck we talking about? Okay. As I see, as I, <laughs> okay. As I said to Andy Shadari Park. <laughs> like, you dismissed the nigga and we finna continue. This is a group project. See, you bringing people in behind what we had already talked about for the podcast that happened. So, if, okay. if you was on time, you would have knew. But as I said to Andy <laughs> The podcast started. What time? Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Always stop the log in. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. Podcast, social media's most imperfect, perfect podcast. Social media. And this nigga left. <laughs> I am infamous. I'm Freaky V. Hollywood somewhere. Do what he do. <laughs> hey man, if you want to follow us, man, please follow us on uh Facebook. These nuts official. Also follow us on Instagram. These nuts underscore. You follow us on YouTube. Put a space in between the nuts. These and nuts put a space that way you find us. Gmail account, these nuts.business at gmail.com. Also, if you enjoyed the audio experience that we just took you on, please go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play. Well, hit subscribe, hit the notification button, drop a comment, put the nuts together, and make it do what it do. Oh, and also, if you want to follow me, I am infamous on TikTok. Freaky, anything you want to say before we get up out of here? Freaky, you want to be on Instagram? Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. <laughs> and as I said, the DJ Barker, we social media best, best kept secret. I am infamous. I'm Freaky V. Hollywood getting his ass chewed out. <laughs> and and we're the nuts. You love.